time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's the Retirement Roadmap Podcast once again. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. You can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com. On today's show, we're talking about how it's not your father's retirement anymore. If you're of the age that your mom and dad retired 20 or 30 years ago, perhaps, well, the world's a much different place in many ways, but especially financially, it's different from when they walked away from their paychecks. So we're going to ask Glenn to explore with us how things are a little bit different now and how that impacts the planning process. So, Glenn, I think one thing is it used to be very taboo to work beyond the age of 65, but now that's uh, not as big of a deal. In fact, it's encouraged in some ways, uh, depending on, you know, what somebody's life situation looks like. Sure. Well, there's no, I mean, there's no doubt about it, Walter. I mean, the first thing is, is that, you know, life expectancies are, you know, significantly longer than they were a generation ago, right? And so, you know, I mean, even even your quote unquote, your full retirement age for a lot of folks is beyond age 65. You know, I mean, it, it, you know, with as far as Social Security goes, I mean, you, you know, a lot of the folks that I'm seeing, you know, are, you know, they're 66 or 66 in a few months or, you know, even up to, you know, 67 is their is their quote unquote, you know, full retirement age. So it's pretty common. And, and frankly, I mean, uh, there's an awful lot of folks that I talk to that, you know, that that just simply want to work, you know, beyond 65, you know, and that, and that might sound funny to some folks. And I and I think it's really more more end up happening with with the, with the folks who really enjoy their you know their 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 careers or their jobs or their businesses or whatnot. But you know it, it's certainly not uncommon. I mean I have a lot of folks you know, you know talk about it and actually it's like well I'm you know hey I'm not planning to you know to retire until. You know, and and um, very oftentimes it's it's beyond 65. And then, of course, you have to have that conversation about, well, you know, what are you going to do for your, uh, you know, for your health care? Because, you know, Medicare, you know, can potentially start as, you know, as early as 65, you know, and, and you have to, do, you know, dot some I's and cross some T's if you're as you become 65 and. You know whether you you know you sign up for just Medicare Part A or Part B, and or if you're going to stay on the you know the 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 plan at work, and there's a lot of different scenarios there because it's like there's it's it's interesting. I mean, there's part of the 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 whole system that's still geared to 65, but it's like you say, it's not uncommon for folks to you know to go beyond there, and it, and oftentimes it's kind of a a phased retirement, or you know you you, you know you kind of go semi-retired or you know partially retired, and you know sometimes folks actually retire and then they come back and, you know, and do something else. I have a number of clients that have actually retired and, you know, and then they end up, you know, doing consulting work sometimes for the very firms that they were working for. <laughs> you know, they, they'll come back in touch with them and say, hey, you know, we still need your help with, you know, with this project or that project. And, you know, and, and they they'll engage with that. So it's 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 really interesting. It's 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 not like I say, it's not like it was a generation you know ago. It, it really it really is pretty common for folks to just continue on or maybe continue on in a slightly different way. And it's kind of pick and choose, you know, but most people kind of think about it. I mean, they, they realize it's like, you know, if, if you if you just kind of retire and just hang out on the couch, you know, you, you, you tend to you tend to grow old a lot faster than if you stay active and, you know, and, and you know, and busy. And so, you know, folks really realize that and, and tend to tend to work a little longer these days. Yeah, it's a great point, Glenn. And I think one worth uh, thinking about in depth is that it gives you a lot of flexibility. And if we can ask for one thing and be happy about one thing at you know that age, and if you are in a pinch, you've got flexibility in a lot of those cases where you can work a little bit longer, work through some problems. That's a great thing for many people to be able to realize that. 
Something else that's interesting, Glenn, I think to look at how it's not your father's retirement anymore. Being retired might be more expensive than working. Now, this is a pretty big shift when it comes to planning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're exactly right, Walter. And I mean, and you think in terms of that, I mean, that may be, you know, maybe kind of a, just a, a thought that kind of catches people off guard. And of course, it depends on who you are and what your desires are and so forth. But, you know, you, you, you kind of think in terms of it, you know, it's like and you also have to kind of define what what is expense. Right. I mean, in terms of, you know, if you know, if you retire really young and you don't have quite enough saved and, you, and you're trying to make those dollars last longer, it's just like it can be expensive in terms of the drain on your retirement account. It can also just be raw dollars that it's more expensive, you know, because, you know, folks kind of think, well, I won't need as much once I retire because, you know, and, you know, for whatever reason. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't know, we you and I've talked about this and, and, you know, in past episodes where we talk about, you know, folks will tell me that and then we'll start in, uh, down that down that conversation a little bit and say, well, you know, tell me about, you know, your current spending habits, you know, and they say, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, tell me what what days of the week do you end up spending more money? You know, and, and they think about it and they go, well, that's probably on the weekends, Glenn, you know, because I say, well, why? And it's like, well, I'm, you know, we have more free time and we're, we're, we're more apt to go do some things. And it's like, well, exactly. Right. Well, what do you think happens once you retire? Right. When you retire, it's like a week of a week of Saturdays and Sundays. You know, it's like instead of two days a week, now it's seven days a week. <laughs> and so it, it becomes very easy to say, oh, well, let's go do this and let's go do that. And those aren't necessarily bad things to do, but at the same time, it can end up being more expensive. Sometimes folks, you know, want to do some travel and, you know, they, they end up doing, you know, a little bit longer vacations or, you know, you know vacations that, you know, that that are you know, a little bit more pricey and, and those kinds of things. And because they feel like they, they've earned them and they have, but at the same time, it, the, the expenses are still there. And so that's something to take into account, you know, and you have to factor that into your overall, you know, you know, spending plan or your income plan as to how, you know, how are you going to, you know, manage that? You know, do, do you have a plan in place that's going to make sure that you can still do those things and, you know, still have the, you know, all the other things that you're going to want to have later on in life? It can be also, we, you know, we, we touched on it, you know, a number of other times as well as you know, the, the cost of health care and possible long-term care and those kinds of things. They, you know, they, they come into play, Walter. It oftentimes will catch folks off of guard, you know, because they, they're really not thinking that it could possibly be more expensive, you know, to retire than, than it is to work. But think about it. It's like if you're at work making money, putting money away, you know, and paying your bills with the income that you, that, that's coming from, from the hours that you're working, that's a significantly different scenario then it's like if there, if you don't have that paycheck coming in and now you're drawing off of your you know the, what you've saved and put away for retirement it's a big transition in many ways and 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 it's just psychologically you got to just kind of think about it and make sure that you have plans in place that are that are going to be adequate to to take care of all of the needs and desires that you have well, Glenn, this is good, and I think we should continue this conversation a little bit more because we're kind of peeling back the onion a little bit about just how much has changed in these 20 to 30 years since you know maybe your parents retired, if you're at retirement age now. And something else that's worth mentioning is that there's just more problems out there, right, for, for this generation of retirees than there was previously. Would you ag agree with that? Just more things that they've got to juggle and figure out. I think there's, yeah, there's definitely more things to, you know, to juggle and figure out. I mean, you know, they, they can be, they can be problems and they can, they can be opportunities, right? And, you know, and it just kind of depends upon, you know, if you're, if you're prepared and, and if you, if you put plans in place, but, you know, some of the big things are, is this, you know, I mean, 
in past generations, you know, almost everybody had a pension, right? You know, and, you know, in these times of, you know, fewer and fewer people have pensions. It's, it's more about, you know, how, you know, you've got your 401ks and your IRAs and, you know, you kind of have to kind of create your own pension and your own income planning and that kind of thing, which makes things more complex on one hand, but it also has opportunities of being more flexible. And, you know, you're able to do, you know, additional, you know, planning for tax, you know, aware planning and for, you know, legacy planning and, and so forth. Because there was never really a situation that it's like with a pension that you could really, you know, leave, you know, that income stream beyond anything besides maybe you or your spouse. But, you know, if you have an account that you, you know, that you position properly, you can have income for you and your spouse and possibly leave additional resources, you know, you know, either, you know, to, your kids and grandkids or, you know, to charitable causes or things that, you know, that, you know, that you want to do as, as your legacy that weren't really necessarily possible. So it's like, you know, I say, I mean, they, they can be challenges, but they can also be opportunities. There's also, you know, the, when you start thinking about, you know, people are living longer and longer, right? And and so, you know, the the life expectancies out there, healthcare costs are are increasing, you know, pretty dramatically, you know, as time goes on. You know, long-term care costs, you know, I mean, it used to be years ago, there wasn't even such thing as long-term care facilities. But now it's, you know, I mean, it's kind of a norm and you had to kind of have to plan for it because, you know, we live in a different world than, than it was, you know, a generation or two ago, you know, where family and family units tended to live together, you know, and, you know, generations and, you know, they had like a farm or, or, you know, different things where, you know, you had, you had more than one generation in the same household. That's, that's far more rare today. And so as, as a, as a result, you know, there's, there's other plannings that have to come into play and there's certain costs to those things. So you got to kind of really kind of think about it and, you know, make sure that, that, that you're positioned in such a way that, that you can juggle all those things and you're, you're able to take on those, those challenges you know, and hopefully maybe turn them into opportunities. You know, you know, again, it depends upon how much planning you've done and, you know, and, and, and the decisions that you've made and so forth. But certainly you have to think about more things and, and make sure you don't just kind of, you know, play ostrich and, you know, stick your head in the sand, you know, and make sure that you're just like saying, OK, here's the situation. What do we need to do? And are we are we prepared? And, and if not, make sure you start putting those plans in place. Glenn, I think you bring up a great point about how just look at the industries that have popped up in the last 30 or 40 years. That'll tell you right there just how much has changed in retirement and planning. Looking at the the long-term care facilities is just one good example of just a totally different landscape in many different ways. Last but not least, and uh, maybe this is the most obvious of them all, but lifespans and expectations have changed a little bit, Glenn. So retirement portfolios today now need to be designed to fund expenses for 30 plus years. And uh, it was quite shorter than that, I think, back when, you know, 20 or 30 years ago. Oh, there's no doubt about it, Walter. You know, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's a challenge for all of us, right? It's a challenge for society, you know, in terms of, you know, you start thinking about, you know, the baby boomers, you know, are really beginning to, you know, retire in mass. More and more people are going on to Social Security. More and more people are going on to Medicare. You know, they're going to be drawing on those benefits for a really, really long time. You know, I mean, way back when, you know, when Social Security first started back in the 1930s, you know, I mean, it, you you know, you had to, you couldn't take Social Security before you were age 65 way back then, and the life expectancy wasn't even 65. <laughs> the life expectancy was less than 65. Today, you know, it's a whole different scenario. I mean, you know, we're almost 100 years later, and now folks are living, you know, you know, much, much longer lives. It's very common. In fact, you know, it's just like if, you know, if you have a married couple and you make it to age 62 and both folks are still, you know, still alive, 
well, there's 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 more than a 50-50 chance that at least one person is going to make it into their late 80s or early 90s at the, at the very least. And so when you start thinking about that and if you retire at if you retire at age 65 or thereabouts, you know, maybe a couple years before, maybe a couple years after, you're still looking at 25, 30 years of 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 retirement and making sure that that's going to last. You know, that like I say that's a, that's a challenge for society in terms of in terms of Social Security, Medicare, but it's also in making sure that you know you have a plan in place that your that your 401ks and your IRAs are going to be able to give you sustainable income to last, and also you know pace inflation, right? I mean, the, the, you know, because inflation is starting to raise its head again, and you know, and you have to think in terms of you know, well, not only does your money have to last, but you know, you may need to have increasing income over time, and how is that going to work, and what's that going to look like, and do you have do you have a plan in place to make sure that 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 you're going to be taken care of in that scenario. And oftentimes the answer is not yes, and it really needs to be yes. And so, you know, if, if you can't confidently answer those questions and, and and know that with, you know, that you have, you know, real certainty that you're going to be okay, then maybe it's maybe it's time to really kind of get serious about it and, and, and put those plans in place and really, and really take those next steps. Great points all around, Glenn. Thanks for sharing your expertise on the show today. Certainly not your father's retirement anymore. We've got to uh, recognize that and then adjust our planning accordingly. So important to do that. Uh, so remember, it's okay to work beyond age 65 nowadays in many cases. It is in many cases as well more expensive to be retired than during your working years. That's a big shift. And that retirees today have so many other problems, or as Glenn, uh, positive attitude often uh, puts it opportunities as well than previous generations of retirees. And yeah, we're staying retired longer. And so we need that money to last longer as well. These are all big factors in putting together a retirement plan. And if you need some help juggling these different things, as well as all the other nuances of planning for retirement and your financial future, reach out for a free consultation with Glenn. You can go to roadmapfinancial.com and click free consultation at the bottom of the page, or you can call 336-291-3535, 336-291-3535. Glenn, thanks for the help on the show today. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, Walter. Take care. Thanks for joining us, everybody, right here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Mm-hmm.